We are back on the desk. This is Stuck Middle Podcast. I'm your host, Flex. Excited to be back on the desk, but we got a special guest in the building. It's been a minute since I said that, but definitely want to thank everybody who's checking on YouTube, checking on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that great stuff. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube right now so you get updates every time we drop something new. If you hit that ringer as well, definitely want to thank all our subscribers. Uh, join us on Patreon, become a partner of the podcast, and uh, shop merch, stuckinmiddlepodcast.com backslash store. That's how we're able to drive this machine through your support. We're on all social media platforms, SITM Podcast. Like I said, this platform is created, you know, saying to bring stories, ideas, and experiences of African descent, people who are doing extraordinary things in our generation, in our community, to just inspire the next person. And so we got a special guest in the building, man. I'm excited about this. Uh, she is the founder and the owner of Bezalow Designs, a design house based in the greater Washington, D.C. area that specializes in flat illustrations, portraits, and graphic design. Welcome. Jane, who's that bit of stuck in your podcast? Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm John. All right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yo, like, listen, Bezla. I've been like saying it, Bezla, Bezla. Just trying to like get it ingrained in my brain. Uh, what is the name? It's a complicated name. It is for a business. What is? What is? What did you derive it from? And what does it mean? So Bezalel is taken from um, actually a verse in the Bible. It's this guy in the Bible. His name is Bezalel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Exodus chapter 31 verses 1 to 5. And basically, um, Bezalel is a person that God, the Bible says that God specifically chose Bezalel to long story short, make art. Um, and prior to me encountering that, you know, like I had switched, I had made my switch in my career and um, I'm a Christian. And so, you know, in the church where like there's pastors, there's prophet, there's nice. evangelists. Yeah, yeah. And I'm an artist. And so it was very like, for a long time, I, I kind of just felt like I, I'm just Jane, you know, and I do art and that's nice and that's cute. Um, but then one day I came across a Bezalel and I was like, oh snap, there's an artist in the Bible. Mm. And it really like shifted how I perceived myself, how I thought of myself, and it impacted me very, very much. Um, and so it really just started out as my Instagram handle. And um, somebody already had Bezalel with an A, so I put a V, you know how we do it. And I make designs. And so were you, were you at all scared that, you know what I mean, it would not click, as, you know, because you want to, most people going into, the, into you know, entrepreneurship is like something that rose up the tongue. You right, know I mean? right. I was not scared, actually. I just decided that this is what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to become so relevant that people are going to learn how to say it kind of like your name you yeah. know as an african person on it's hard to say but mm-hmm. when i become relevant like schwarzenegger people are going to say it mm-hmm. um and that's what i decided so that's what i named it i respect it so who who is jane who's jane Ozegbu? you know saying people who don't know jane is oh my goodness i was anticipating this question i'm like <laughs> i don't even know what i'm gonna say i literally thought about it all night who is jane who am i yeah. honestly speaking it's I'm constantly growing and constantly developing. And um, it's funny you asked this question because recently I thought to myself, I literally said, I don't know who I am. Or if I was to try to describe myself, it would be really difficult for me. Um, I'm I'm Jane and I'm still growing and it, it means so many things. And um, I, I'm pursuing, Jane is someone that is currently just pursuing purpose. Mm. If I had to summarize myself, I'm someone that pursues purpose and that looks different in different seasons of my life and um, different endeavors, but I'm trying to be purposeful in everything I do. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Yeah, man. Speaking of purpose, right? You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, uh, you know, you're from Africa, you're Nigerian. Mm-hmm. I am. I am Nigerian. How many siblings do you have? I have three. Uh, brothers and sisters? One sister, two brothers. First generation? Yes. Uh, you married? I'm not married. Uh, where did you go to college? 
the University of Maryland College Park. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the Terps, man. Yes, shout out you graduate? to the I graduated last year, actually, 2019. Man. Congratulations. Thank you very Your much. DMs open? My DMs are open for business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you need a portrait, I got you. Hey, man. Slide in there if you need a portrait. <laughs> business only. Thank but you, Speaking God. about purpose, you know what I mean? Like, you know, our parents, you know, you being from Africa, Nigeria mm-hmm. especially, uh, they like to, you know, kind of like dictate our purpose in the sure, sense you know what yeah. I mean? one of the one of the reasons why this podcast and this platform was creative is because you know where we're from it's like you're a doctor lawyer engineer you're a disgrace to this family mm-hmm. right but you actually pursued one of those which is neurosurgery i'm telling you something you know what i mean and you just graduated last year yes but then now you're doing design i'm doing design uh, you see i had no more and something is happening somewhere <laughs> honestly yeah on, oh my gosh every time i think about this it just makes me laugh so much because the gym that I know today to be doing neurosurgery is a joke, honestly. But yeah, I, you know, you know how, Af- <laughs> okay, this was doing me right now. <laughs> so it's like, we all know that you use doctor, lawyer, engineer, accountant best, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then anything outside of that, it's like, what are you doing? And I really have qualms of that because it's like, there's so much more outside of those career choices. But I also understand now, um, now I understand that when our parents do that, a lot of times, because that's what they know, you know, that's mm-hmm. the best advice they have for us to do doctor, to do lawyer, to be those things. Um, and so for me growing up, I really had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. I actually chose neurosurgery because I knew that it was going to be doctor, lawyer, engineer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I did one day was I went on Google and I was like, careers in medicine that make money and i saw neurosurgery up on there and i had just watched a movie about ben carson so for me it was like oh bet i'm gonna be a neurosurgeon and i was well on my way to doing it like you know science fair killing it i met james watson all this other stuff and it was a great time and then i got to college Mm -hmm. and you know in college you have uh, some prerequisites that you have to meet Uh (laughs) and jane did not meet some of those prerequisites i had to just I had to just be accessible by life. Um, and so I knew that I didn't want to be a neurosurgeon. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be a neurosurgeon. Maybe I could do like public health or something. Mm. Um, but I'm part of, organi- I'm part of, I'm a part of an organization and we had an event coming up and um, they needed a flyer. They didn't need a flyer, but they had a flyer. People didn't like the flyer. I was like, oh, I can make a flyer. I didn't really know what a flyer was. Had at you made- oh, yeah, okay. I had never made a flyer before uh-huh. then. I just decided, okay, I'm going to put some words on this thing and put a picture and we're going to be done. And so I all that illustration was something that you just, you know, found that you could do. Like I just see? found that I could do it. It was very interesting. Funny enough, though, when I was younger, I was very into art. But, you know, then the um, the aunties yeah. and uncles spoke over me and uh-huh. that art thing was shut down very, very quickly. Ah. Ah, I'm telling every time I look back, it, it really hurts because I can't imagine how good I would have been now if, if I had been groomed, you yeah, know, you um, and it, exactly honed my craft and all of that. So. Um, I came to college, discovered graphic design because I wanted to help out and I loved it. And I started making things for people for free. Like if you need a flyer, I got you, you know, and I started doing stuff for my church. And then I discovered that this graphic design that I'm doing, I can make money off of it mm-hmm. for real. Mm-hmm. And you know, it costs, you know, it takes time. The software costs some money. So I started charging people and it was really just a side hustle. Um, Side hustle and quotation marks, of course, because I didn't have a job. But yeah, I decided I was going to do it. I told my mom. My mom was like, oh, bet. That's fine. If that's what you feel like you should do. Then it came to my dad. My dad is my dad is an evil man, mm-hmm. you know. And um, <laughs> to tell him that you left nearest, I sent you to school for biology. So you can go to med school. And you want to tell me that you're doing art. What is that? 
I spent one solid year contemplating my life, asking people for prayer. I need prayers because I'm going to tell my dad I'm quitting neurosurgery. I'm going to be an artist. Mm. And that one year came up and I had to tell him because I was about to switch my major and I didn't want to, I mean, he's paying for my school. I sat him down one day and I said, dad, I need to talk to you. He said, okay, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't want to do medicine anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh, he laughed. No, seriously, I'm of this. He looked at me and said, Okay, no problem. So, what do you want to do? You want to do pharmacy? Pharmacy. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't want to do pharmacy. I want to do graphic design. He looked at me, he said, Graphic you- design? What is graphic design? What? Is- he just went on this whole tent. How are you going to feed yourself? What job are you going to get when you graduate? What is even graphic design? What? And I looked at him. I said, dad. At that point, it occurred to me that my dad had absolutely no idea what graphic design was. Kind of like I didn't have any idea before I discovered it. Um, And so I told him, dad, graphic design is literally everywhere you look. It's everywhere you look. And this is what I can do with it. This is what what value it adds to society and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. He looked at me. He was, I mean, he wasn't like, oh my gosh, I hey, go for it. He was like, whatever, Kachi, do whatever you want. Mm. I took that whatever and I you ran. Give me I, ran. I said, look, you get I'm take a mile. I ran and I did my, you know, I majored in whatever I majored in, art, studio art, and I was doing my graphic design thing. And one Christmas, I didn't, you know, <laughs> students, sometimes we don't have money, so we have to make do with what we have. And so I decided to make portraits for my parents. And I went to CVS, printed it out for $3, framed it, and I gave it to them for Christmas. And my dad looked at it. He was like, and they say everybody has to be a doctor. And he was so, in that moment, mm-hmm. he was so affirming, affirming of my decision to become a graphic designer. And it really taught me that, you know, our parents, some of the things that we're doing, like our parents have never encountered it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they see your commitment to your decision and they see the fruit, mm-hmm. you know, they see the product of your decision. I mean, they, they have to support, you know what I mean? Like they can't help but say, I'm proud of what you're doing and I'm proud of the things you're accomplishing. So that's my story. And I'm sticking with it. <laughs> and I'm sticking with it. How would you categorize your style? How would I categorize my style? Do I have a style? I like turtlenecks, as you can see. Your, I have your, like your 15. art, your graphic. Oh my gosh, you know, I thought he <laughs> meant like my. <laughs> it's cool. Let's I had a moment art, this morning. This, I, I, Let's this go ahead and talk style. about my art. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my art comes from me trying to learn a new thing. And so the art style that I currently have where... I pretty much I just put your skin tone as a background and I highlight like your features with your shadows and things like that. That happened because I wanted to learn more about kind of abstract art styles and Mm. learn how to um, capture a person's essence without like doing a full portrait because full portraits take a long time. Um, And so I would describe my style as minimal, but expressive. Mm. And my expression comes from what I choose to highlight in a person's face. And then also your your clothes, like the, the gradients, the lines, and I play with the thickness and the movement and all of those things. And so even outside of the portraits that I create, I really enjoy really minimal but expressive designs. Mm. And what's what's the creative process like, you know what I mean, for, for, you, for you creating art? Mm-hmm. Uh, my creative process, well, you know, it depends on the day. Um, on average, though, it really starts with me uh, convinced or encouraging myself to sit down and design because sometimes you know what you love can become a burden that's another story for another day Hmm. but um yeah i just encourage myself to start and i sit down i look at what i want to create and i think about it and i just begin to you know move with my pencil 
because everything is digital and I like it and then I don't like it and I tweak some things here and tweak some more things there and um, we arrive at the finished product and then I take a step back and I'm like okay I want to edit this part and then I edit that part and then I decide that I'm done because a lot of times with art it's hard to decide when you're done mm -hmm. and you just want to keep adding and subtracting or whatever the case may be but um, yeah that's my creative process you do you design or create every day no i want to say yes but i don't mm. yeah maybe like i don't really have a schedule right now mm -hmm. but i would say out of out of a seven day week i don't work on sundays so i would say i, I design for like three and a half days out of the week mm -hmm. i'm designing and this is like full time for you full time this since... is my day job my night job since um last year no since this year march how's that going for you man it's difficult, honestly. I won't lie to you. It's it's different. I've never done anything like this before, and I don't I don't really have. Did you that. have Did you have a full time before? You know, going. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I graduated college. I was out of a job, or not out of a job. I didn't have a job. Um, then I had an internship at the Museum of the Bible, and then in March, I remember my first day at the at my internship. I sat down, and I was like. I can't work for anybody except for myself. Mm. And it was this weird, like, I just, I was restless. I loved it. It was a great experience, but I just knew within myself, like, this is not going to be forever for me. Um, and so in March, I decided that I was going to do business full time. I'm comfortable. I'm living with my parents still, by the grace of God. Thank you. They're still feeding me. Mm -hmm. Shout out mom and dad. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I started in March and it's been, it's been a roller coaster. It's been up, it's been down. It's been, how am I going to pay for this? And, um, are people enjoying my art? Because, you know, art is very subjective, but it's been, it's been great. Mm -hmm. I would do it again and again and again. How, how have you been able to be resilient, especially through the, you know, part the pandemic, not being able to go out to art shows and mm -hmm. display and things like that? I just decided that this was what I was going to do. And there was no plan B for me. When I made the decision that I was going to do business full time, I decided that this was, I was going to die with this business. Like if this business, that, me and this business will die at this finish line. That's mm -hmm. really been my attitude. And so whatever season that I encounter, whatever difficulties, um, whatever success is, this is it for me. Like this is my plan and I'm sticking to it. Mm, I love it, man. What, what, what advice do you have for somebody, you know what I'm saying? Coming up in your shadows, coming up behind you, or, you know what I'm saying? In it right now, it's just like, yo, I'm at a point right now where I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm about to throw in a towel. What advice do you have, you know, from from this many months that you've been in it right now? So now you're sure. full time. Yeah, I would say really enjoy the journey. Um, it's really easy for us to look around. You know, comparison is real and also have expectations within ourselves that when I start something, it's going to be widely accepted. It's going to be very successful. But like also consider like you just started. Maybe you've been in the game five years, but there's so much more. If you just hold on, like there's so much more in store, like how much how much would you accomplish if you just waited a little longer? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let me just get through today. You know, let me just get through this week and see what happens next week. Um, so I would really encourage anyone that's pursuing this to enjoy the journey. It really is a journey. Mm -hmm. And it, any journey that you're um, embarking on involves ups and downs and good times and bad times and laughing and crying. And it's, it's good to embrace that and to enjoy it mm -hmm. because you're going to come to a point in time where you're like, this was the, this has been, 
amazing you know mm-hmm. yeah on on average um how much how much do your pieces go for you know what i mean and and also speak between the distinction of graphic designing mm-hmm. and actually your illustrations on average how much do your pieces go for because art you know it's like i think of jay-z for example mm-hmm. and he says in one of the songs in 444 it's like i bought this painting for a million dollars because sure i'm gonna pass it on to my sons and by the yeah. time they can flip it it's gonna be worth more than that absolutely yeah. so the distinction between i guess my illustrations and my and my graphic design is that when when i say graphic design i'm more so referring to like business things branding marketing and my illustrations are portraits very strictly my portraits um and right now you know we're constantly reassessing how much it costs right now um on average a portrait costs oh my gosh should i forget it costs on average like 200 mm-hmm. um and of course like we're kind of going with the supply and demand thing and then also me considering how much um how much my my labor is worth also because that's another thing that goes into the process of deciding how much we're going to charge and all those things and then there is also Bezos designs does not provide this but then myself as an artist i also create um art within myself and i'm still i do not have an average cost for that right now i'm still struggling with you know deciding how much my art is worth and and all of those things so but a mm. portrait on average right now is 200. I dig it. You, you know, of recent, a lot of your uh, recent posts on social media, Instagram, mm-hmm. for example, have been captioned. The celebration continues. Hashtag black women. Yeah. Uh, why is it important for you to highlight that at this stage in your life and in the culture? Sure. So um, black, the hashtag black women series that I'm currently doing is part of a larger series called the celebration of black life. Mm-hmm. And it started this year. Um, and it was, I created it in response to everything that was going on with George Floyd and, you know, um, just the uproar and the 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 protest and the way that we were being portrayed in the media as black people um, fighting for what we believe in and, and taking a stance on on the issues at hand. And I looked at the media and I was so fed up and I was so like just like unsettled. And I, I sat to myself, I sat down and I was like, what am I going to do about this? You know, like what? what what am i gonna do you know um and when i sat down and looked around i was like okay i can make portraits of these people like people have been doing i could um make um images with propaganda and i i decided that with everything that's circulating in the media we already have enough of those things we already have enough um moving pieces i want to give people another perspective that reminds us that black people are human beings you know and we love and we experience and we laugh and we have joy and we're excellent you know black excellence all of these things um and i wanted people to be able to come to my page and despite everything that they see in the media be reminded that black people are human beings which is part of the issue um that black people are are often not being perceived as you know people mm-hmm. like everyone else mm-hmm. um and so that's what the series has been about a celebration of just black life and all mm-hmm. that we are yeah yeah i don't mean to put you on the spot but being you know a first generation nigerian here mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on if any you can say pass on the nsars movement back home the nsars movement my god I don't even know where to begin or where to end. The N-Size movement has been um, very difficult for me to grapple with because, you know, we just we're not finished, but we just saw a wave of protests with Black Lives Matter and the police brutality that's happening here. Um, for me, it's really difficult to comprehend that we would be experiencing the same thing even in Nigeria, mm-hmm. that I could come here and, and have to face this with, you know, white people let's go ahead and say it i'm sorry guys um but when i go home 
I'm still facing the same thing, you mm-hmm. know, and it's really difficult. And, you know, with the um, Lakey Tollgate massacre, it was like, wow, for real. You know, there's some things that you cannot fathom. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot fathom that the people that are supposed to be taking care of us are, you know, killing us. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are one. I'm supposed to be, you're supposed to be able to look at me and consider me your daughter at the very least, like someone you are responsible for. Um, and it's interesting to see, it has actually genuinely been very interesting to see that police brutality is almost like a global issue. Um, and what I would be persecuted for over here because of my skin color in Nigeria, it would be because of the, it would be because of the way I look, but in a different, in a different way. Um, and so I'm really encouraged, honestly, that, enough has been enough and mm-hmm. that the youth are deciding that we've we've dealt with this for long enough and we're not going to take this anymore and it has been very bloody and very very um gruesome it has been very bloody and very very gruesome but i guess somebody has to you know somebody has to take the punch yeah um and as a nigerian american I want to support in any way I can, um, in any way I can. And I also wanted to be very clear that we might not be in Nigeria, but our hearts are, are there, you know, and that is home for us. And we are also fighting for um, what they are fighting for. Yeah, I dig it, man. Circling back to your art and your business, uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what does the future hold for Bessalo Art? I see. I butchered it. That's already. all right. Bezalos designs. I got you. I got your followers. Bezalos designs. You know what I mean? Like what? 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 Coming out of the pandemic, assuming we are, you know, at the home stretch here. Mm-hmm. What does the future hold for you? What does the future hold? Only God knows. Drop the, the juice for people. Amazing. You know, what I'm you know? <laughs> I wish I could tell you that I knew. Mm-hmm. The truth is, that I don't actually know what the future holds. I'm very transparent about how much I don't know in this mm-hmm. whole business thing, mm-hmm. um, and it has actually helped me because people are like, "But I know something about this. Let me come and help you with that." Um, in the immediate future, um, the celebration of Black Life would be is going to be provided for purchase with prints and. Um, frame porches and all of those things so that you can carry that energy to your personal space and it will be dropping oh my gosh you're hearing it here first literally because mm-hmm. i haven't told anyone <laughs> exclusive yeah, I'm stuck in no on sense. november 17th this is actually my birthday happy Sweet. birthday Jay. Yeah, yeah 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 on november 17th the celebration of black life will be um up on my website for purchase as a collection and that's what is happening in the nearest future mm. Yep. What other services do you offer, you know, in addition to or what, you know, services just to clarify do you offer when it comes mm-hmm. to Bezalo design and everything that you do? Sure. So in addition to portraits, which is our main thing right now, we also provide branding services, um, which has to do with, you know, if you're starting a business, you need a logo and you need supporting materials and things like that. And also um, considering the longevity of your business. A lot of times what happens is people launch businesses and like, OK, I need a logo. I need a flyer and maybe like um a template for my story but they don't consider that your business is supposed to be lasting forever you Mm -hmm. know as far as we're concerned and so you also need um images that will carry you and images that will be on brand and so providing that guidance with um branding packages and visual style guides and also just remaining in partnership um in the long in the long haul for the long haul um to provide you with extracurricular images and graphics and things of that nature. So those are the two primary um, services that we provide. We did at one point provide wedding graphics, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, we're kind of like leaving that alone. Weddings are very somehow. So, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? You know, you know, when people are getting married, you only get married once. Mm -hmm. We're assuming, right? Um, And so people really know what they want. And then sometimes they want to tweak it. And sometimes, so there's just so much that comes with weddings that, 
And then also, it's just a very, very difficult, not difficult, but a very, very engaging time mm -hmm. for the bride, especially. Right, and a lot right. of times we're communicating with the bride. Um, and so that back and forth is just not the healthiest thing for me, honestly speaking. Um, and then also when I consider the payoff between wedding graphics and branding and portraits, I think I can let go of wedding graphics, mm. you know? Hey, why, why, do, why do creators exist, in your, in your opinion? Oh, my gosh. I think creatives exist to emphasize, to communicate the current climate of wherever they are, um, to to push messages that mm -hmm. are difficult to communicate outside of creative um, efforts and to set the tone for a generation. I honestly, sincerely believe if you can get the creatives, um, if you can get creatives to speak one language on an issue or to to. Um, follow an agenda you can literally change a generation if you have the artists and the musicians and the you know pod i consider podcasts to be creative yeah. would you agree very very thank easy. god for your life. Easy, easy. it's <laughs> not easy i think that if you can get us all on the same page with with the same agenda not even the same agenda but just we almost curate a generation i feel like what mm -hmm. the generation is like um and things that are 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 specific to a generation when you look at the millennials when you look at gen z and all those different things um i think creatives exist to to communicate what is difficult to communicate otherwise hmm. i love it i love it anything we touching that you want to let the people know right now you can look at that little camera right there and let them know hello people you know i actually don't have anything to say to you guys but i hope you guys are doing well mm -hmm. you know times have been difficult take care of your mental health for real um but yeah that's it i mean listen 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 thank god for my life um if you need a portrait okay it's the perfect gift for any okay literally anything is it anniversary or um baby shower baby shower anything you need maybe a portrait would do you very well mm -hmm. and it's a really really great addition to any art collection so go ahead get yourself a, treat yourself you know, I know it costs two hundred dollars. It's really not that much. If you really consider it. Um, treat yourself and treat your girl. You know what I'm saying? Cause she been holding up nicely. Hey, <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I don't think people connect with you. Social media, email, website, all that great stuff. You can connect with us. You can connect with me at Bezalel on Instagram. That's B E Z V L E L. And honestly, just go to my Instagram page and then you click my bio. Everything you need is there. Mm -hmm. Let me help you. I know it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you coming through. Absolutely. Studio, kicking it with us, sharing your story, giving us pointers in the excellent stuff that you got going on. Thank you very much. This Thank has been dope. Invitation. This has been dope. Hey, man. Listen, when I when I give me a bag, <laughs> I'm going to visit that website. Oh, hey, yeah. Put some stuff on my wall. You, you know, need a discount. You know what I'm saying? Just holler at me. I hey. Get stuck in the middle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. Listen, if you enjoyed what you heard, what you watched, hit the subscribe button on YouTube and the ringer so you get updates every time we drop something new. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. Do a screenshot too, you know what I'm saying? Hit it in your group chats. Text it to your ex. Say, listen, check this out. That might spark up some love. We'll be buying your portrait soon. Never you know, know. You know what I'm saying? But let me chill out. Uh, appreciate you, Ma, making this happen. AK, shout out to you in the background. Shout out to Achiri Tutu and uh, everybody on the team. If you want to join the Stuck in Middle podcast team, we are looking for social media managers. Social media managers. You're going to know how to do Instagram, man. Yeah? Twitter, Facebook, all them good stuff. Hit us up. Paid gig. We got you. This is Stuck in Middle podcast. We out.